Hey, good morning. It's Paige Browning. It's Monday. This is Seattle Now. It's a week of giving thanks and gratitude, and of stuffing and mashed potatoes. Good luck getting into a grocery store this week. Maybe grab some tissues while you're there. Cases of COVID, flu, and RSV are on the rise. KUOW's Jeannie Yandel talks to UW Associate Professor of Medicine, Dr. Helen Chu, about celebrating the holidays safely in a minute. But first, here's what's coming up this week. The city council is still trying to solve a $250 million hole in the city's budget. Items on the chopping block include some funding for graffiti removal, play area renovations, and the revamped Bumbershoot Festival. The council was supposed to vote on the budget tomorrow, but that vote will now happen next week. Some Sounders players will take the field at the World Cup in Qatar this week. The U.S. men's team has its first game this morning at 11 a.m. against Wales, and Sounders players Jordan Morris and Christian Roldan are on the squad. If you missed that game, they're also playing England on Friday. The Sounders are hosting watch parties at the Seattle Center Armory for both those games. And Thanksgiving is almost here, which means holiday gift shopping is close behind. The Geek Craft Expo at Magnuson Park runs Friday through Sunday with all manner of pop culture offerings. The Native Art Market at the Duwamish Longhouse and Cultural Center is also this weekend. The proceeds there benefit the Duwamish tribe. The holiday season starts this week. It's a time where many of us get together with loved ones, maybe have fraught political discussions with extended family, And for the last several years, it's also been a time for grappling with respiratory illness. Children's hospitals and pediatric units in the region are stretched thin, dealing with an early spike of RSV, or respiratory syntitial virus. And now, with the holiday, hospital officials are watching for spikes in flu and COVID cases, too. Not an ideal situation if you're planning to travel or see family later this week, or if you just don't want to get sick. UW Associate Professor of Medicine, Dr. Helen Chu, is here to talk us through what to expect as we head into the holidays. Hi, Dr. Chu. Hi, thanks for having me. So we're now in the third holiday season where we're thinking about potentially spreading illness to friends and family or getting sick ourselves. But how is this holiday season different from our last two? Yes. So this holiday season is the first season we've had since a lot of the pandemic mitigation measures have been lifted. So people are traveling more. They are not masking as much indoors. And I think people are more likely to have colds and coughs and go to school and work with those colds and coughs. So what's happening now is that all of the viruses that we didn't see for the last two years, flu and RSV and all of the other respiratory viruses have now really come back. And those numbers are very, very high. And as you mentioned, Seattle Children's Hospital and other regional hospitals are really at capacity due to the surges in RSV cases. Hmm. And you mentioned that we also have more than one virus circulating at the moment, all three of which have pretty similar symptoms, right? So Are there different precautions we should be taking? I mean, let's assume people are masking and testing because they want to be safe this season. What else should we be doing? They are all very similar, both in how they present. So they all start with a cough, a runny nose, sometimes a fever, and they affect kids and older adults, all three viruses, um, and they make all groups quite sick. So 
the things you can do beyond masking and testing are the things that we used to do. So staying home when you're sick, covering your cough, washing your hands, using hand sanitizer when you don't have access to hand washing. Those are the things that are going to keep these viruses from spreading and particularly from causing the very young children and the older adults from getting very sick with them. Mm. I'm curious about how you're thinking about this holiday season personally. I mean, for you, is this about taking measures to be safer when you're getting together with friends and family? Or is it about just not getting together at all because there's just too much going on? No, I think people should definitely try to gather this year. It's been so many years where people have not been able to see family and friends. And it's really important for us to bring those things back. So I think what you can do in in this setting, which is not ideal, where all of the viruses are surging simultaneously, is to take those measures and to do the best you can to be safe when you see your friends and family. But I certainly don't think you should stay home and, and avoid seeing people. I would say that given that a lot of these really make children and older adults very sick, that if you are a normal, healthy adult and you're having symptoms, you should be extra careful before you see your your loved ones who are much younger or much older, because what will make you just have a cold or a runny nose or a cough can make them quite sick. Hmm. You've mentioned a couple of times that all three of these illnesses are not just issues for children, they're also issues for older adults. I want to ask specifically about RSV. How does that affect older adults? I feel like a lot of us already know that this is something that can really affect young kids. Yeah, we think of RSV as a as a virus that causes little kids to get sick and end up in the hospital. But what we now know is that RSV can also cause a lot of disease in older adults. And it's very similar to seasonal flu in terms of the number of adults it affects and then how it makes them sick. So the way that it presents is with a cough, with a runny nose, and then in adults who are older or who have chronic lung or heart conditions like COPD or asthma or heart disease, that can rapidly progress and cause them to have trouble breathing and end up in the hospital or the intensive care unit. Hmm. And as you've mentioned a couple of times, hospitals, particularly children's hospitals and pediatric units are stretched really thin right now. A director at Seattle Children's said the hospital was in crisis mode due to RSV. This was just about a week or so ago. Does that mean we're seeing the worst of that virus right now? No, I wish I could say that we are at the peak, but it's not clear what the peak will be. We're still seeing an exponential rise in the numbers of cases. Part of this has to do with the fact that we saw no RSV for the last two years. And so the population as a whole has very little immunity to RSV. And so the numbers of cases that we're seeing are not just in the very littles. So the the ones who are under six months of age, they usually end up being hospitalized, but we're also seeing it in the older children. So the six months to a year and the one to twos and the three and ups. And those children are also getting very, very sick with RSV. And right now the case counts are still continuing to rise. So I'm not sure that we're at the peak right now. Mm. You talked with Patricia Murphy last month and you said that Uh, RSV vaccines and antibody treatments, there have been some promising developments that could help in future seasons. What's happening there? Yeah. So when we last spoke, I had talked about two things. One of them was a vaccine to be given to pregnant persons. And then the other was a monoclonal antibody that you give to babies at birth. And since then, 
the monoclonal antibody has actually been approved for use in Europe. So it's going to be used there to prevent disease in young infants. And I anticipate that in the next several months, that will also be approved for use in the United States. The vaccines are also moving forward very quickly. And that's just that's not just for pregnant individuals, but it's also going to be for older adults. And the idea there is that you would give it to adults before the RSV season and it would prevent hospitalization due to RSV. Mm. I want to ask about the other two illnesses that we're thinking about this holiday season as well. Um, I'll start with the flu. It looks like there's been a lot of flu activity in the southeastern U.S. recently. Do we have any sense of whether the flu is on the way to Seattle? Yes, there has been an unusual early rise in the numbers of cases of flu in the southeast, especially in Texas and in Georgia. Um, Usually what we see is that once you see the cases in the southeast, it slowly makes its way both north and west. And so we would expect that the numbers of cases in Seattle would start to rise over the course of the next several weeks. It's hard to predict exactly when it's going to peak here in Seattle again, but we're already starting to see the numbers go up, both for flu and for COVID. Mm. The Seattle Times reported last month that Washingtonians weren't getting the bivalent COVID booster at very high rates. This may be an obvious question, but I feel like I should ask anyway, how might that complicate things? I think the numbers of people getting boosters overall remains quite low. And we also know that the number of people receiving flu vaccines this season is also quite low. I think people are tired of getting their vaccines um, and there's just a lot of COVID fatigue. But what that's going to end up resulting in is increases in the numbers of cases of COVID and of flu. And we think that the flu vaccine is actually a really good match this year. So there's still time to get the flu vaccine. It takes two weeks to work. Flu really hasn't yet arrived in Seattle. So you have time to get vaccinated before flu arrives here. Hmm. I know you can't predict the future, but I do want to ask what you think holiday seasons are going to look like from here on out. I mean, are we just sort of looking at a holiday future where we're also always thinking about different illnesses potentially spreading and spiking? I think that's the way it used to be as well. We may have forgotten in the last... (laughs) Nobody remembers that. (laughs) Right. But if you remember that before COVID, every time we gathered for the holidays, somebody got the flu. So I think we're just back in that time that viruses are seasonal and they tend to peak in the winter months, which is when people gather. And so we are going to see it. We have good vaccines. We have another one coming. So we have something that we can do to prevent serious illness. But it is, I think, inevitable and you do what you can to keep from the vulnerable from getting very sick. But respiratory viruses do circulate in the winter every single winter, except for the last two years. (laughs) Because we were all inside. (laughs) Dr. Helen Chu is an associate professor of medicine at the University of Washington. Thank you again for talking with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. Vaughn Jones produced today's episode. The show is also produced by Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Claire McGrain, Jenny Cecil Moore, and Brandy Fullwood. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jeannie Yandel. We'll see you again tomorrow.